gotta hit me up. Your ad could be right here. <laughs> but back to the show. And I'm, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to tell you this now. As, as somebody's father, as a girl dad, um, I am shooting people. I, I, I'm not doing the fighting shit at all. <laughs> I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like, I be telling people, like, they be thinking I'm joking. I'm like, no, I will shoot you in the motherfucking foot. I ain't trying to kill you, but you you come for my daughter. Like, you know, there's that. Um, The reason why I say that is because I have a younger sister. And one thing that always sticks out in my head is... My mom took her to the playground and there was a little kid, a little boy that liked her. And mm-hmm. instead of saying, you know what? I like you and I think you're cute. Yeah. He, he tried to bully her. So my yeah. sister's going down the slide and you know how when kids go on a slide, like you sit up. But my sister, she was getting her foot in together, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was next. And dude, the little kid pushed my sister face first down the slide. And these oh, when slides, yeah, these slides weren't the PG thirteen ones at all. That was plastic the metal like burning ones. Yes. So, like, she's sliding down there, and she chips her tooth on the base of the slide. Mm. And my my mom, being you know who she is, shout out to Sherry. So Sherry goes and oh, takes Sherry. the little boy up the. She takes that boy up the slide, and does the same fucking thing to him. So they both ended up having a chip tooth. And, the, you know, the boy's mom was like, well, why would you do that to my son? Blah, 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 blah. And my mom said this. She was like, treat others the way you want to be treated. And when she said that, the mother was like, you know, you know how white mothers are. They're like, well, what do you mean? Like, you know, like they're asking themselves a question, even though they know the answer. And my mom said, if you would have taught your son how to treat others better, this wouldn't have happened. And he wouldn't have gotten the same result. And ever since then, I said, you know what? When I have a daughter, I might be the most overprotective dad in the world, but I know one thing is not going to happen. She's not going to know better. So <laughs> tying that in, uh, yeah. tying that in um, my daughter, as you know, being a biracial kid with you know a white mom and a black dad, mm-hmm. she don't have to convince the world that she's white because right. she knows for a fact she's white, and she's going to say it probably in a funnier fashion. She's like, "Yeah, I'm one of y'all, but uh, my dad black." And he will shoot you. And I'm fine with it. I'm fucking fine with that. But we, we got voicemails. We got voicemails. Listen, don't make, a, don't make a Greg use his trigger finger. Man, what? Okay. You know, I'm a black man, and I enjoy golf. I like playing it. See? I, I love golf. And for years, I've taken flack from all, from all my friends. Yeah, that I'm a sellout, I'm this, I'm that. And I try to explain to him, golf is not a white man's game. Yep. Mm. My old house was the, um, the backyard was basically a part of a huge um, golf course and predominantly black men golf there. Okay, mm-hmm. golf is just a white man's sport. Um, hockey is no longer just a white man's sport. Um, what is what else is there? What is that? Um, cricket, cricket is not a white man's sport, yep, it's just not popular in the United States. There's a bunch of sports that's not predominantly white men's sports that people assume they are because they are ignorant. Yeah, good evening, good evening. We're shaking good people. How you guys doing? Oh, just passing through, just got in from work. Trying to see what's going on in these stereo streets. Hey, hey Greg, 
I got another Kyrie sighting. I'm gonna let you know Uh-oh. about it tomorrow on the sport desk. Oh snap. Uh oh. Yeah. So Shamik is ready. He is ready. He is ready for the sports desk. Now, Shamik, it's actually gonna be Monday tonight, uh tomorrow. The reason why is because at six o'clock I will be live with our girl. So core to y'all, but core to me. Her mm-hmm. and I we got the show at six. And then um depending on how the leaderboard works, Chan, you and I might have to jump back on again. Um okay. I- I'm going I'm going to call that one the happy hour where everything is on the table, but nothing is under the table. Basically, we're just going to talk about every fucking thing. Uh, what's bothering us, what's blessing us. I- I'm going to try to make a podcast episode out of that with all the things that we talk about normally. Because, um, okay. yeah, um, the leaderboard, I'm, I'm, I'm not happy with. You filthy okay. animals at stereo, I, I need you to do better. <laughs> do do, do <laughs> better for me, please. Um, but we got more voicemails. I don't know if you want to hit that button or not, but Oh my goodness. Yeah, better cut that shit out. I will slap you and your mom. I'm not playing. My guy, I am all the way with you, son. I got two daughters. Nigga, I will air this bitch all the way the fuck out. <laughs> Yo, see, but that's the tr- here's the thing. Like, as as a parent, like me, like I never thought I would be that parent. I thought I was gonna be like the one that's diplomatic because my wife crazy. Like she's already said straight up, she was like, you know what? Like there will be none of that. Like Greg, like if I have to go to the school and I have to talk to the teacher and shit like that, I'll talk to them. But if they start mouthing off, I was like, okay, yeah, that's why you my wife because you fucking crazy. Like I'm I'm cool with that. She actually got some dick that night for just for saying that shit. Give me it for yeah for me though. Like I like he said, not only am I airing it out, like I, the whole. Everybody down to the dog. I'm I'm not with them shits at all. I've seen a lot of people like get bullied, you know, like mm-hmm. just just people having all types of crazy shit to say to parents. That's why, mm-hmm. like, you know, my sister, she cheerleaded her entire fucking life. And I think that's what kind of like made me the way I am. Because you would think boys, like when they play sports like basketball and football, like the mm-hmm. parents are ruthless and they are ruthless. But there is nothing more ruthless than going to like a ballet class or a cheerleading like event. I've never them been fucking, to. I can imagine. I'll tell you this, yo. Them cheerleading events probably one of the worst. Thing. I've seen literally parents from opposite teams hope they said shit like, "I hope that she drops her." My sister was the oh. one that was at the top of those like those pyramids and shit like that. And I've heard other parents say, "Well, you know." I, she looks like she has a wobbly leg. I hope she falls. I'm, I'm like, what the fuck? Yo, you parents are trash. So for me, you know, if somebody said that to my daughter, you know, because she's going to play basketball, soccer, and things like that. But honestly, whatever she wants to do, she wants to do it. So if a parent says, you know what, that little girl right there, tackle her. Or that little girl, trip her up. His, most people say, I'm going to the trunk. I'm not going to the truck because it's underneath the seat. It is in the cooler. I, everybody's catching it. Mama, daddy, auntie, cousin, all you motherfuckers. I ain't got to show it to you. I'm just let you know. Do you want to apologize now or do you not want to make it to your car? And it's, go- it's going to be that simple. It is that simple for me. Um, a lot of parents for me that I've seen, they act the same way. Just go ahead and just make sure that your kids are good at the end of the day. And that's what I want. Let me tell you something. <laughs> these teachers, these other parents are going to want their dads to show up and not me. Oh no! What? Now, I gotta ask you a question about that. About teachers, um, you having two girls, um, say in, in 
in the small case because they aren't yet. But you know, me being like middle school and high school, they were all always girl. You know, she was going through puberty pretty early, or she was a teacher, and the t- teacher treated them like loot shit. They would kick them out of class. Because, you know, like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom on my period or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the teeth, they just picked on them. Who are you going to handle them of two girls? They're in middle and school. Teach like shit. How do you handle that? <laughs> Popping up. Pop up videos. Gonna be like, Papa, Mama. Whose mom is this in the hallway? Ma'am, you need a pass. <laughs> a pass to what? be some math today or a pass to be in your hallway because mm. if my child cannot go to the bathroom to change her sanitary napkin then she mm-hmm. gonna change it right in front of you in front of the class and she gonna put it right on your desk so what you want you either gonna write her a pass so she could go mind her business and you could teach the class or we gonna have a problem and I'll just be popping up here watching you teach every day yeah I've always wondered why was that like you know, for us as a guy, like, if we had to use the bathroom, it had to be, like, life or death. They would say, well, you know, hey, it's teacher, I have to go to the bathroom. Thing because you always had that one teacher that when the period mm-hmm. bell rang and you're supposed to go to your next class because they want to show the class that they have control, we're going to sit here for one minute since you guys can quiet down. Bitch, I have four minutes to get to my next class and change these books out in my locker. I'm leaving. Uh-huh. Yep. Because you're not, you're basically setting me up to be a problem for the next teacher that I have because you have a control issue. Yeah, but the thing, like, you know, I, I was going to say something. I, you know, I, I was going to talk about airing the shit out, but you, we've already seen way too many schools get aired out because of, you know, kids and shit like that. But what I was going to say is this. Don't air the school out. Like, j- just fight the teacher. Just fight them. Just one time. Because there are a lot of teachers, like, they, they hold those accountable for nothing. That's why every time I go and I look on, like, you know, Apple News and they're like, teacher charged with having sex with four of her kids. I'm like, how many? Four? Thing, because when it comes to a white teacher having sex with students, I feel like they get a slap on the hand. When it comes to a man who is of a different race being accused of having sex or or having relations with a student or a classmate or anything, they get thrown under the jail. Mm-hmm. They don't really care. Uh, Michael Jackson said the best. Rest in peace to him. They don't really care about us. They they really look don't. at look but at that say- um what is that that um gym instructor that had um molested all those girls that he mm-hmm. um was coaching for so many years and he kept coaching. Like what the fuck? No, that that shit is weird to me. Like maybe like because I don't have a kid that's in school right now. But when I see shit like that, I'm like, wait a minute. Like how? Not only was it one or two or three. Like it doesn't even matter the number. It was just the fact that the school. The only thing they did was he was suspended with pay, or he was fired, but he can still work in the same school district. Tell you something. There will not be no trial for anyone that my child tells me that they touched her, um, looked at her inappropriately, did anything, it's going to be me privately fixing it. And that's all I'm going to say. It might not be my hands, but it will be fixed. For me, anybody listening to the sound of my voice, I'm going to tell you this. Um, What we're not going to do is fuck around with my kid. 
I do not mind going to jail. But- I repeat, I do not mind going to jail. I didn't see enough episodes of Oz. I done YouTube shit. I know how to make a Fifi. I'm I'm straight. I'm straight. <laughs> I'm absolutely good. I, 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 I'm I'm telling you this shit now. As sure as I am breathing, like that's the, my wife and my daughter. I don't play that shit. Oh, and my mom too. My sister as well. So basically, any woman that's in my family, you fuck with them. You don't even get a chance to fuck with me. Like you know, my sister. You know, she's engaged, right? So my sister's engaged. And I haven't had to have the talk with her fiance yet, but I feel like it's one of those things where I don't have to have that discussion with you. There's three things I don't do as a man. I don't put my hands on women. I don't spit on the concrete. So there's that. So I definitely don't spit on the concrete, but I I do not put my hands on women. I don't call women bitches unnecessarily. Like sometimes, yes, you be a bitch and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you being a bitch, but the issue is how are you going to change that behavior? That right there matters to me. So let me tell you something. And- There's a lot of males out here who do not have that etiquette. Mm-hmm. And a lot of males out here who have put their hands on women. And those mm-hmm. women have a lot of males in their life who mm-hmm. who, who called after the fact with mm-hmm. a green box and no name things. Yep. And because that woman had an ounce of God in her left, gave Mm -hmm. them a to that green light on them things, and they just need to be careful. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll tell anybody this story. Um, I think I told you this before about like my mom's situation. So she was dating a guy, and you know he had this thing of putting his hands on her. Now he would always wait until after we went to bed and shit like that. But I would always hear them arguing. So, you know, I was wondering why the, um, what do you call that little thing, the, the shit that you used to put on the steering wheel in your car, um, and had the little key and shit like that to make oh, sure that nobody stole your car. steering wheel lock. Yeah. So what she would do is she would put that in front of the door, meaning like, hey, don't interrupt either. So she was having sex or she was probably going and you'd fight with this dude, right? So he hit her and I actually saw it because the door was open. So he hits her and I was like, yo, like, you know what? I'm, I'm looking, I'm just like, yo, like, this is the first time I've ever seen a man put their hands on my mom. And then it happened again. So I was like, okay, the, the first time is fool me once. The second time, mind you, I'm eight. So the first time, fool, you know, fool me. The second time, fool you, but it's not going to happen again. So I pulled my mom aside and I said, mom, like, he hit you. And she says, she was like, you'll understand when you have a daughter that this is not the behavior that you're supposed to accept. And then I said to her, and I I didn't understand this until we talked recently about it. And I said, mom, like, but he hit you and it's not the first time. And she said, you know what, son? You're absolutely right. It's the last time. But she said to me, she was like, you better never do what you've seen because Mm -hmm. you are better than that. When she told me that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to instill that not only in myself, but any children that I have. You are not putting your hands on the kid. In saying that, though, he, he tried a third time. He tried a third time. But what he didn't understand is my mom was like J-Lo in Enough, but she was black. Mm-hmm. She got her gun license. And he tried to put his hands on her. He, you know, he, when he grabbed her neck and he threw her against the wall. And my mom said, okay, cool. No, no big deal. Do you know what she did? She this motherfucker went to school. And she know who it is. The middle of his forehead, the reason why that shit looked like he's always winking is because <laughs> she took that pistol. 
she took that pistol and literally whopped him right in the middle of the motherfucking forehead. Listen, bleeding out on her bed. Deserved. Uh, I'm telling you, like deserved. Yeah. And 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 a lot of men are bias because yeah. they don't know how to have discussions without raising their voice. They don't know how to have discussions without cussing, and they don't know how to have discussions without threatening. And the way that my father used to win discussions in his house with my mom when they were married is by putting his gun on his table. Yeah. My, my rule and, has always been that. Oh. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. And the thing is, most men who try to threaten with guns are usually the ones that can't fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my rule... My rule of thumb is this, like, you know, you know, when it comes to hitting women, I do not do it. Um, And the reason why I don't do it is because I got cousins. I got a sister. I got a mother. They're not here to fight you. There's a difference between getting in a fight and getting your ass whooped. And they're here handing out ass whoopings. Like, when I say handing them out, I'm talking about, like, fucking, like, gift cards. They're like, yeah, do you want one? Like, Oprah. Like, everybody's getting an ass whooping at this point. Yeah, but it's important that we teach our kids growing up right now that only ugly people fight and mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm teaching both of my daughters to never put their hands on a boy because these boys ain't raised by the right mothers and, and fathers and I'm teaching my daughters never to put their hands on a man, never spit on a man, never talk mm-hmm. about a man's manliness or not being mm-hmm. manly because they're emotionally not balanced. Um, They are insecure and a lot of men take a lot of women and girls as threats these days and they're not Mm -hmm. going to, they're not going to be fair about how they approach you and they will kill you just because you don't want to give them your number. They will kill you because you embarrassed them and you didn't admit you didn't intentionally try to embarrass them. So there's a way that we have to teach our daughters to carry themselves. And for black people, especially black men, I think a lot of black men are in jail cells and in prisons mm-hmm. right now, making states a lot of money by being in those cells because they don't know how to emotionally carry themselves. They don't know how to check their yeah. pride in their ego and they make moves on emotion and then they regret it later. Mm-hmm. That's why the first reaction is always the worst one. It's like, well, damn, I hit her and I didn't realize it. Or, right. oh, you know, you know, I, I pushed her and next thing you know, she hit her head on the concrete and she got us. Right. Now you're in jail because you reacted from some shit like that. And I, I, I don't want to blame the victims. And it's usually the women that are the victims. But there are a lot of like, there are men behaviors victims. that... There are men victims. I just saw a man on Instagram where his Mm ex-wife poured acid all over him and his whole face and body is burnt up. But men don't talk about that. Like for me, like tying that in. Yeah, men don't want to be be looked at as being a bitch because a woman hit them or abused them or did something to them so they stay quiet. And I think more men need to speak up because when men walk into a courtroom, and there's a woman, women are usually sided with because women are the ones that speak up. I don't know. It it looked like you're frozen. 
Am I frozen now? The girl got merch. I got you on sweatshirts. I got you on long sleeve tops. I got you on hoodies. I got you on masks. If you pro mask out here, okay? I even got you on, you know, bags. You know what I'm saying? On the sign that you need to hide your stash in. Fanny Pack World, I got y'all too. Check out She Gets It Shop on Teespring, okay? I got y'all with the merch, all right? Now back to this show. Am I frozen? Oh, now you're back. You're back. Yeah. But what women are the ones that speak up and men don't speak up and men do get abused and it happens every day and more men need to speak up. I'm going to play these. Hey, Greg, be careful about letting your kids know that you own a gun. My daughter, when she was like six or seven, um, she wasn't feeling her teacher. And her teacher was riding her, riding her. So one day she came to school and she told her teacher, you know, I'm the reason my father owns a gun. And if you keep messing with me, he definitely going to come up here and shoot you in your face. Okay. I was like, oh, man, I had so many parent-teacher meetings that week. It was crazy. Oh, no. Hey, yo. The dude that played golf, his friends wasn't uh, wasn't uh, called him a sellout because he played golf. They called him, they they was making fun of him because he had a fat tongue. Man, I don't trust niggas with fat tongues. I cannot. Yeah. yeah. I wonder. I wonder oh my oh. god! When you said I will slap you in your mom's, flat out die. <laughs> that was you, Shane. That wasn't me. I don't. No, that was you. That was oh, no, you. no. I said. No, I, here's the thing. I, I don't hit women, but I will slap a mom. I will say that. I I, I don't do that shit. You want to be a you want to be a Karen? Oh, do it, do it. But I'm only doing it for you, Shan. I'm only doing it for you. You are my motivation. I don't care who you are. You could be non-binary too. You make a leap, yeah. you touch, or you pull, or you push anything, or you spit. I'm coming for that neck. Yo, okay. Okay. Before we get to the next voicemail, I'm, I'm going to just, like, expound on that. When it comes to hitting, because I don't want somebody saying, oh, great hit women, something like that. And then in four years, some, <laughs> some shit will pop off. And they'll be like, remember, he said that on that podcast episode. So I want to clarify this. I want to clarify it. No, Greg does not put his hands on women. He will hit a bitch, though. The reason why I say that, mm-hmm. and I mean it, is this. There, there are certain people who know the behavior that they have. Um, yeah. Like for me, there, there's there's three different types of women. There are women who threaten to hit you. There are women who won't hit you. And there's women who entice you to hit them so they can yeah. respond. So when I, when I say entice you to hit them to respond, there's the shit. The one thing that I saw and I said, yo, if that ever happened to me, I am going to get the biggest woman that I know to beat her fucking ass. Because I can't do it myself. Like for me, my, my thing that I hate and I see it on all the TV shows and I've seen it at a nightclub. Um, mm-hmm. and this is probably why I hate it, was the 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 forehead with the, the index. Yo, body did that shit to me and guarantee you this. I'm not gonna hit you, but I'm going to find somebody to whoop that ass. That mm-hmm. on, right there is yo, that's the equivalent of like when your when your parents tell you you can't go to bed until you finish your homework and you don't know the fucking questions like you don't know the answers to them and then your parents they don't know it either like have you have you you as a parent so imagine your kid comes to you with homework and they're like 
hey, mom, I don't know this. And you're trying to convince them that they know it because they went to school that day. But then you look at the problem and you're like, what the fuck is this? Bo- what the A plus X plus Y plus N squared? And sh- None of that shit makes fucking sense. But you're it's- convincing your kid. You have to, if you don't know this, you're not going to bed. To me, that's the equivalent of a woman and a man putting an index finger to the to your head, like your temple or to your forehead and just constantly just like tapping you there. <laughs> Nigga, do you not understand what I'm saying to you? Let, let it happen. Let it I happen. I can know that when it comes to algebra, <laughs> I am not your go-to, okay? That would have mm-hmm. been my struggle since algebra be- was my struggle. Secondly, I wanted to index finger my nephew's forehead last night when he put my thermostat oh, no. on freeze. But oh, I refused. no, no. He tried it. He tried it. Oh, no. We got to give it a name. It can't be called the index finger. We got to call it like the the the, the point in the, the something. The mush. We, did, did you do the mush? That's the mush. The mush. Oh, no. Oh, see, mm. yeah. anybody mush me, if you're not getting shot, somebody fighting you. And it might or it may not be me. So there's that. Oh, we got voicemails. Go ahead and play the thing. Yeah, I, I got three daughters. But the great thing about uh, that is I have mostly men in my family. So in, even in, when my daughter's, my oldest daughter, when she first brought her uh, boyfriend to the crib, Ooh. you remember that episode from uh, Bad Boys when Will Smith and uh, Martin had homeboy at the door? Yeah, she, Home, we we had homeboy shook to death. He, oh, no. he I literally thought he was gonna pee on himself. I, oh. I had to tell him we was playing with him. But my nephews, they did their thing. They had they had homeboy on the pressure, under serious pressure. <laughs> See, shout out to Lord Speak, man. Like he he is my spirit animal. He is who I want to be when I get off stereo. Whenever I'm done with this shit, I want to be like him. Want to be like him. I never felt that with my brothers. But I remember when they tried to um, make me feel away um, after prom night and I came in like at 5 a.m. that morning and they were all having like a mafia meeting in my room. And I was just like, excuse me, excuse me, let me get in my bed. <laughs> they was like, so what happened? I was like, you know, it was a nice night. No details needed. And they were just looking like, all right, all right. We're not about to get anything out of here. Mm-hmm. Trouble. Yo, the shit that's crazy though. My 19 year old daughter know that I'm all the way with the shits, yo. So she laughs off situations of something that can go wrong. She'll she'll just be like, you know what? I know my daddy come in here and fuck you up, so I ain't even fucking with you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All people should be scared of a laugh. Yeah, but that's that's the thing. Like you know, you like as a as a woman, as a a child, as a daughter. Like you want somebody to be like, you know what? Even if they can't do it, I'm going to threaten them to do it. How many people have said shit like, you know what? My cousins and them will whoop your ass, or I'm gonna go call my brother. No, I'm gonna call my father. Like I want to be that parent that. The fact that she mentioned my father threatens you. So I ain't even got to do shit. She could just say, you know what? It's okay. I'm going to just call my dad. And if he says, well, fuck your punk ass. They're not threatened by that anymore. They don't have no respect. 
what the, the reason why they here's the thing the reason why they're threatened by that shit is because they think that they can go and square up with the father. I'm not going to end up on somebody's world star clip because I'm trying to go, you know, fist to fist with you and fight. I don't do that shit. When I come out the car, I'm not going to the trunk. The shit was with me when I got out. And that's how I'm carrying it. When I go, I'm like, hey, did you put your hands on my daughter? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, what I'm going to do is either you're going to take this ass whooping, you're going to take this bullet, or you're going to go and apologize. And it's going to be that. But you get to choose. I'm giving you the option because at that point, I'm not going to the police because the police going to be like, oh, well, you know, why don't you just, you know, you have a, you know, a meeting between the parents and things like that. Ain't no fucking meeting between the parents at that point, because here's the thing. Your parents are going to be like believing what the fuck you say. But what did you do? Did you put your hands on her? Yes, I put my hands on her. Cool. Well, now I'm putting my hands on you because a woman's not supposed to put her hands on a man, but I'm definitely putting my hands on you yeah. and then i might put hands on your parents if you act stupid and the parents act stupid too because there are a lot of parents who let shit slide they're like well it's it's not my fault that my kid put their hands on your daughter but your daughter did what, what, what the fuck like she's a she's a girl she's wow. a girl so since you said that i'm whooping your ass after this but you're gonna watch me whoop your kid's ass and enjoy it because i'm doing the shit that you wouldn't do <clears throat> let me say this for fyi no answer is also an answer Mm. Mm. my second daughter um she's my identical like this is my if i was if i was going to be a woman that's that's who uh who i would have been uh i taught her how to box so she used to give out the knuckle sandwiches on a regular ass school i was up to school every day and her mother used to just be giving me all kind of dirty licks she's like this is your fault i said but i had to teach her how to use that right jab it it, it, uh, it it was this. It, it had to be taught, so all my daughters know how to box. That's right. Teach your kids how to fight. Mm. Teach your kids how to defend themselves. Teach your kids how to shoot a gun if need be. But if you have a gun in your house, be responsible and lock that shit the hell up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm-mm. You know something? I'm a man that. I will not put my hand on a woman. But with the mother of my kids, I had to revise that because when I told he her that she thought revise. that it was okay to put her hands on me. So See, I had to revise it. I told her, if you put your hands on me, all deals are off. Yeah, it works both ways. Mm. Yeah. Listen, don't yeah. put your hands on anybody unless you're ready for them to put their hands on you. Period. Don't be out here putting your hands on a man and thinking, oh, he's going to respect me because I'm a girl and he's not going to hit me. Listen. Mm. You're in for mm. a rude awakening. You know, I heard of all these stories about women being beat and abused. But mm-hmm. here's where I'm at. The man is there with you. He's going to sleep. He's eating your food. Do what you have to do. Uh, talking. Poison you better him. talk that shit. You better Poison talk that him. shit. <laughs> I know that for a fact. You better Yo, talk that shit, sir. I, I totally agree with. I don't put my hands on a woman. I just don't do that. But nobody pushes your buttons and like makes you want to hit them yeah. like a woman that knows you won't hit her. That right there. That right yeah. there. Th- that's yeah. a conversation right there. Yes, but indeed. But that's where y'all have to leave. 
But that's y'all the thing. have to leave or or call who y'all need to call or lock yourselves in a room until somebody else gets there because it's gonna be your word against hers and y'all know who's gonna have the last word. Yeah, and but for honestly though, you can leave and she'll follow you and she'll yeah. do shit as you're leaving. Or if you lock yourself in a room, it's still your word against hers, but they're gonna be like, Well, why did you lock yourself in a room? To prevent yourself from hitting her or what? And then it's always a or what, but it's never a situation of what the fuck this she can do. I, she was acting crazy and I needed a witness. Yeah. You know, I, I I would I would agree. Um and I do agree, but I have seen situations where one of my boys has called me. He's like, "Yo, Greg, like, you know, he did the same situation. I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the guest bathroom right now. I was like, in the bathroom? What the fuck? Why are you in the bathroom? He was like, "Yo, you know, she went, th- she went through my phone, and I was like, okay, so you, she obviously knew you were doing dirt, but she liked the fact that you do dirt because it's like the sixth time she done took your ass back, right? He was like, no, today's different, man. He was like, yo, she chasing me around the house with the fucking knife, and I had to grab my phone off the counter and run into the bathroom. He was like, yo, can you? You just, you know, just call the police. I'm like, nigga, why don't you call the police? He's like, they ain't going to understand if I call them. I was like, what the, f- what? So he explained, he was like, if you are in the house with a woman and you call the police on them, they're going to go to her first and get her explanation. And then you are the one, they might escort out of the house, but you are at fault by default because you are a man. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize it was that bad. The guy, and like, you are just, you're protecting yourself and locked into a room. Yeah, that is some crazy shit, man. Like, and it, it I will say this, lady. It oh, will never get fair until men start showing up and speaking out. Yo, I mean, I, I knew life wasn't fair for men versus women when um I watched a thin line between love and hate, and homegirl whooped her own ass with them oranges, and he got blamed for. Where it. I was you like, what going the with what? oranges? We're not doing this, Greg. We're not doing Yo. this, Greg. Yo, a woman <laughs> hits me, and I'm gonna hit her back. Oh well, uh, Terry, that that is you allegedly. <laughs> that is you. Men and women need to do what they need to do. Period. Yeah. Sit up Yo, if baby girl call me and be like, "Daddy, I need you up here," um. I'm peeling out of both hands like Morpheus, my nigga. Man, it's what? over. <laughs> and, yo, it's no talking, my nigga. Somebody got to die, man. See? You ever you See? ever hear this when dads be like, hey, don't call me. Because if you call me, mm-hmm. you know how I'm coming. Don't call me unless you need to call me. And we all know what that means. Yep. I'm telling you, it, it's Baylor and Stone and them. Like, yo, they the reasons why I'm probably this crazy. Because the entire fucking time that my wife was pregnant, Stone's like, yo, like, great. Just by the way, uh, you know, the, the baby when she gets here, blah blah blah. I'm like, okay. And the same thing for Baylor. Baylor's like, oh, are you having a girl too? Oh, it's gonna be a problem, man. The rest <laughs> of your life. I was like, yo, is it that bad? And they're like, no, like it's not bad. It's good to be a you know a father of a daughter. But there's a lot of shit you got to deal with, and. Right now, she's only five months old, and I'm already dealing with this shit. I'm having dreams of her, like, cooing, and I'm trying to protect her in my sleep. I'm like, what the f- Is this a thing? And every guy that I know that has a daughter, they say the same thing. It's like, no, that's definitely a thing. You are just protective at all points. Oh, uh, my own, like, my brother, he has a daughter. He's like, Greg, like, I'll tell you this. His daughter's going to college in two years, and he's planning for college. I was like, how the f- what the fuck are you planning for? He was like, yo, I, I got to get a decoy. 
at the school. I was like, what the fuck do you mean you got to get a decoy? He's like, I'm trying to sell the house and I'm going to move up there. That way I can be closer to her just in case she decides to call. I was like, oh, no, nah. see, I ain't going that fucking far. Like, that, but as a father of a daughter, these are things that like dads think. They're like, yo, like, I will leave my wife in order to protect my daughter because that's my legacy. That's me right there. So if she needs me, yeah, I'm going to drive four or five hours to make sure that she's good. But at the same time, like, I'll go to jail for her. I'll go and kill a nigga for her, even if she's wrong. Like, there are, I'm sure there's plenty of guys that are in prison right now because their daughter said, you know what? My, my boyfriend, he did me wrong, and she lied to the father. And the father went out and either whooped that kid's ass, killed him, robbed him, shot him. And then she said, you know what? That, it didn't actually happen that way. But it's too late at that point. You're going to jail. But the thing is, you're happy you went to jail. Here's the thing. You're happy that you went to jail because when you go to jail, they'd be like, hey, well, what did you, what are you in here for? Oh, I shot a nigga for my daughter. And they'd be like, you know what? Cool. No problem. Cool. <laughs> cool. You safe. So here go another funny story. Um, like I said, my second daughter, like I said, she, she both of us are Leos. She, she's my splitting image of my my attitude, mentality, and everything. So one day, um, I'm visiting her. I was happened to be in the area where she went to high school. And one of them young dudes that was trying to holler at her saw me talking to her. So he came over there with his chest poked out, da 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 da, da And he going to ask my daughter, who's this nigga? So my daughter... What? <laughs> instantly jumped in between us and she told homeboy mm, don't do it don't do it this is my father and so i look young for my age so um i laughed it off did you know homeboy the next day called and he came by came by our house oh did no i need more i need more he better have a and when she when he came by the house, my daughter had told her mother what happened. And so her mom was like, oh, you was about to lose your life. Her father is about that life, homeboy. Uh, I know he looked young and all, but he old school. And old school don't get off for you. So, yeah, you be careful. You, you poking your chest out because her father is definitely about that life. These these young dudes, like you fight, they they have no dis, they don't have no respect, and I don't have no problem handing out those knuckle sandwiches. Mm -hmm. I'll be the big little kid. Shout out to Shamik. Now, Shan, you, you got to reintroduce. You got to reintroduce the show for the people who are in here. More importantly, the people that just honestly just listen to the content. Listen, so. thank y'all for checking out Loudmouth Stereo. My name is Shan from She Gets a Pod. That is Greg from Young Back and Bothered. We started off talking about a uh, topic regarding a biracial child and her wanting to claim herself as just white. It has evolved into daddy-father feelings and where you put your hands and showing some ounce of respect somewhere or it might go south. So that is what we're discussing. Family, ignorance, kids fathers and daughters you know when do you step in as a parent all of that in the mix and thank y'all for checking out the show Absolutely. hey listen my mother taught us that very early she said don't you ever put your hand on a woman but anytime that woman start acting like a man and she take a swing <laughs> at you you knock her block off 
You don't beat her up, but you give her that one good shot to let her know. Don't come back for no more. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Just make sure you have your iPhone. Make sure you have your iPhone. Because what you got to do is you got to pull out the camera app. You pull it out and ask him, like, hey, yo, hey, respectfully, do you want this ass whooping? Because what did you say again? What did, what did you do again? Explain what you did. Because I need evidence. Because, like Shan said, it's your word against hers. But the issue is there are a lot of people who want to perform while there's no audience. And then when the police come and all that shit happens, all of a sudden it's a, well, I didn't actually do that. He's lying. And this is what really happened. But, yeah, so exactly so what you what you want to do fellas is record that shit like my wife when we have arguments she be thinking like oh well greg ain't shit because i pull out the notes app because i'm like yo you want to argue i'm telling you like the notes app on your phone as a married man it will save you from a lot of headaches because if she say something to you or he say something to you, all you got to do is just go back to that. Be like, well, remember we had this discussion Great. about that. All the receipts. I'm, I, it just, it, it's what it is, but we got voicemails. I'm going to be quiet because we got to get through these. Go ahead. You know, you're exactly <laughs> right. But when me and my, the mother of my kids were together, I used to have a, a camera right there by the front door to see who cool. it is. So when we get into a fight, I walk right over there and whatever happens, happens. But mm. I ain't going to put my hands mm. on a woman. I'm going to say it again. I'm not going to put my hands on a woman. But if a woman puts her hands on me, mm. it's going to get bad. Huh? Yep. Huh? No problem with that. Damn, she whipped her own ass. You already know. Damn, dog. It was a movie. Don't listen to Greg. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Men need to start speaking up. But the great thing about New York City, now, being that they, you know, they have these women that were putting in so many uh, false uh, abuse calls, now when the police show up, uh, if both of you are fighting in the house, and, and they, they typically tell both of you, uh, if he could press charges against you, and both of y'all go to jail. So, you know, women kind of backed off for that just a little bit but you know they, they still try their hand but here in new york yeah if, if you get into a domestic situation uh both of y'all going taking that ride that's how it is in uh florida but i don't i don't like that either because what it does is it forces men and women to have an issue have a police officer come they say nothing's going on. And then once that police officer leaves, they're going to solve it however they were going to solve it to begin with. So it's kind of like saying, don't call us. Mm-hmm. It's not saying don't call us because there is no problem. It's saying solve it yourself, don't call us. So you're basically asking for a homicide. You're basically asking for somebody to get the result who can't fight or who can't protect themselves. And you're basically asking for a shittier outcome before you actually be preventive it. Preventative, and I think that's stupid. But I do think a lot of women do false accuse men of doing things that they're not doing, which sucks for the women who are actually being abused. A a woman's gonna fight like a man. I'm gonna treat her like a man and whoop her fucking ass. I mean, that's how. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yo, my nigga, that shit is so real, nigga. I low-key conned my daughter into going to college 30 minutes away just in case something happened and I had to get there. That sounds like some daddy stuff. Y'all y'all know how to talk to y'all daughters in a way to make them feel guilty. You know something? Huh. One day, this girl I was with, she was she was like a jokester. So she got a friend to call me and tell me that her ex was outside beating the hell out of her and smacked her daughter. Oh, no. Man, by the time I got, I hanged up the phone, I got into my car, grabbed my 357 Magnum, and when Ooh. I was up there, I jumped out the car and said, where is he? I said, don't be doing crap like that. You tell me something like that. It's going to get bad. Why would you play like that? Don't play. Yo, straight up, yo, shout out to Shamik, man. Like, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. A young boy approached me on some bullshit while I was with my entire family, my nigga. And mm. the only thing that stopped me from killing this nigga's wife was like, baby, please, yo, she ain't never looking to do it at all. She came straight to me was like, baby, please don't do this to him, son. Yo, shit is real out here, man. It's my queen. <laughs> See, the fact that she said, please don't do it to him, she already knew. It was going to be the end for him. That was going to be night night. He was going to go night night. Are you ignorant if you smoke weed and raise your kid while you're smoking weed? What? No. What? What is that? Smoking weed. What the fuck? Um, How old is a kid or a teenager? Like, how old should they be there in order to get an ass whipping? I mean, I don't, I don't want to just ass whip because I'm angry. I want to do it for the right reasons. But is an age limit appropriate for an ass whipping? What y'all think? Um, Greg's not there. I don't know if yeah. Greg's going there. But for me, my six-year-old gets her butt whooped with, with the belt. But that's his last resort. Um, because she knows better and she could come explain stuff to me. My three-year-old, I just have to look at her in a way or just talk to her and she feels guilty. So it depends on what kind of child you have because the more, however you start disciplining your child, you're going to have Mm -hmm. to top it as they get older. Exactly. Your kids sometimes get to a point where they're bigger than you. They're faster mm-hmm. than you. They're stronger than you. And then they're going to get to a point where they start smelling themselves. And they're going to try to size you up. And I am five foot five. And I know I'm going to have to have the Vaseline because my seven-year-old is already at my shoulders. Yep. I, I know me as a father. Like, I just want to strike the fear of God in my kid. Um, My wife, she's probably going to do that because, like, I can see my daughter doing that transition of like, I love you, mom, but like, dad, like, I'm going to punk him forever. And mm. newsflash, you probably, you probably will. She probably will punk me. But I also want to instill the fear of God of yes, I'll do anything for you. And the answer is always yes, as long as you do the things that I tell you or the things that I know that are safe for you. So, say for example, if you're going to go and stand on a ledge, and I tell you, hey, um. Don't go stand on that ledge because you can fall and hurt yourself. And you consistently do that. The reason why you're doing it is because you know you can get away with it. However, if I strike the fear of God in you and you're like, oh, shit, like if I do this, my father is going to either there's going to be a punishment to it. There might be a spanking to it. 
Uh, and I know now we're socially saying we can't spank our kids. Newsflash. I'm going to be spanking my kid. Yes. I just know this. I- I'm not going to yeah. be T.I. and be like, the-, the reason why I'm doing this is because I don't want her to become a hoe or some shit like that. Yeah. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I'm spanking my kid as the ultimate result of your con- that's that is the consequence of your actions at the end that is the last resort because clearly i can't get through to you by talking like you know on a peer-to-peer or person-to-person level i can't go and tap you on the hand because you're like he tapped me on the hand it's okay but imagine you tap a dog on like the thigh or something like that yeah you Some tap in five minutes later or and this is i'm an example parent I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you to stop what you're doing before this happens, and you're going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. My three, she loves, she loves to run in the house and jump on the floors and bounce. And I said, Ari, you're going to jump and you're going to fall because it's wood floors, and I like to clean my floors. And she jumped mm-hmm. in the kitchen. She fell back on her back. And I didn't run up to her. She was screaming, and I walked up to her. And I put both of my legs over her body and I squat down and I said, uh-huh, told you. Mm-hmm. That's what you get. And mm-hmm. that is it. Mm-hmm. Don't come to me yep. for me to hush you. Nothing. Is your back yep. broke? Can you get up? Is it burning? Okay. She ain't mm-hmm. jumping in the kitchen no more. And sometimes you're just going to have to let your kid feel it for them to understand that they shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, see, I, I used to run into a lot of trouble because as a boxer, they make you register your hands. And that's the first thing um, one of my daughter's mothers used to say. Oh, his hands is registered. Uh, and he knows how to punch. That was her favorite line. He knows how to throw a punch. He used to get me jammed up all the time when we got into arguments. So I, I just learned to stay away from her. Uh, when she started that arguing shit, I ran to the door. Oh, said, I'm done. Call me on the phone. We talk about the shit later. You ain't mm-hmm. gonna get me get the boys on me every time. That's crazy. Honestly, that, that is one of the reasons. Oh, go ahead. That, no, sometimes you just don't want to let people know that because they use it against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. The way uh little mama be punking Greg with them keys, man. I think he ready to <laughs> lay what? hands on her. <laughs> Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, Sky be punking the shit out of me. Like to this day, I've been trying to figure out. I'm like, oh, like, am I am I being in like, am I overparenting? Like, cause she'll look at me and she'll smile, and I'll pick her up because like she's either doing tummy time or she's sitting in the chair. And she'll like today, she was sitting in the chair, and she's looking at me as I'm sitting on the couch. I know she's fine. There's nothing harming her. And she just randomly starts crying. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just let her sit there for a couple minutes. I let her sit there, and she kept crying. So I was like, okay, she's going to keep crying. Should I pick her up? And I said, you know what? Fuck that. No, she needs to sit there because I have things I need to do. So now I'm getting off the couch, and I'm doing the things I'm doing around the house. So the entire time I'm doing it, she's staring at me. But then whenever I give her eye contact back, she starts crying. So I go over to her. I pick her up, and she instantly stopped crying. And then today, out of any of the days, today, she goes and does this shit where I pick her up, she stops crying, and then she laughs. She hit me with the <laughs> I was like, oh, she got me. Mm-hmm. So ever since then, I was like, you know what? She just Never again. What, what her noises make people do. 
No, but she, she hit me with the he he like the this dumb nigga here. Like he don't realize <laughs> like the rest of his life is done. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm definitely the father of a, a girl because not only did she punk me, but I helped. It wasn't like I just picked her up to make her stop crying. I held her like for like another 15, 20 minutes. My arm was heavy as shit. Like it, it felt like I had lifted like nothing but boxes all day because nobody, and this is actually Stone's fault. So shout out to Stone for never telling me this. Babies are cute, but when babies go past like the, the 10 to 12 pound range, yep. picking them up ain't the same. Yo, yep. she's 15 pounds right now. And I was like, yo, you are like holding a full book bag and this shit is not cute no more <laughs> like i just want to put you down because my arm hurts but she loves it so i have to do it because i'm her father that's me getting punked by my kid i guess mm. Listen. see me i'm an older man and i'm old school when my kids mm-hmm. were young they they were giving them 800 numbers in school for um child welfare so one of my sons come and tell me that. I looked at him and told him, let me tell you something. <laughs> I will beat your tail and take you right to child welfare's front door. Hood Rats of Harvard is a new podcast just for you. It's a storytelling adventure in hood tales with me, Shandrika Simmons, the law chick. I tell and curate unbelievable but fact-checkable tales of growing up in the projects, military bases, and rental houses throughout the United States. Come on this adventure with me, and you will be geeked that you did. I've lived everywhere from Phoenix, Arizona to Cambridge, Massachusetts. That's Hood Rat to Harvard. H-O-O-D-R-A-T, the number two, Harvard, H-A-R-V-A-R-D. Hood Rat to Harvard. You won't be disappointed. And tell them I did it. I remember when See, they was trying to use that as a threat for their parents. I said, listen, I don't know mm-hmm. where you're about to end up or where you're about to go, but if you want to try it, go for it. Yo, go for it. My mom whooped me in front. My mom whooped me in front. I called the number back in like 1994. Um, I figured, oh, you know, it's cool. I can go ahead and call them because my mom, she gave me a spanking. She gave me a spanking. I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to call. I grabbed the house phone. And I called. Do you know what she did? She waited until the people came. So the people came. And then when they got there, they knocked on the door. And the lady comes over because I had the address and everything. So I, I told the address. The next day, they didn't come that same time. But they came the next day. And they sat us on the couch. And my mom said this. She said, well, one of two things are going to happen. I'm going to whoop his ass or you're going to take him now. And... I was like, wait, what the fuck do you mean? Like, th- this is what I'm thinking as like a fucking eight year old. I'm like, wait a minute, like, so I got to get a whooping in front of people, or they're gonna have to take me. So she told them, she was like, explain to him what happens if you have to take him from me. So they explained, they were like, hey, you may go into a foster home. I'm eight. I don't know what the fuck a foster home is. They're like, a foster home, you may or may not get new parents, but you will have to live in group housing things like that. And I was like, wait a minute, I got my own bed, I got my own room. I got a TV. I'm eight. Like, I'm very pretty. So my mom says, now, this is the consequence of your action. And she persists to whoop my ass in front of the CPS person. And this <laughs> is when I knew CPS wasn't shit. I knew CPS wasn't shit because the lady said she was like, 
that is a parent that loves you and they do not want you to go through the system. And I say, bitch, I just got whooped in front of you. And you're trying to tell me that this is for my benefit? Like, no. So I got so two, as a child, I got you do not hear that your, your parents beat you because they love you. You do not want to hear yeah. that shit. Yo, there's, there's nothing worse than that or after they whoop you and then they send you to your room or wherever the fuck they tell you to go to and then they come after you and try to explain themselves. Bitch, I don't want to talk to you. Leave me alone. Like, honestly, if the kitchen was closer, I would grab a knife and probably stab you. Like, at that point, I felt like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Like, just go to France and leave me the fuck alone. Like, I don't want nothing to do with you. Like, yo, my mom was, she was like one of the, the few parents that I know that would whoop me, send me to my room after punishing me. And she would say shit like, you know what? You're punished. Go to your room. No TV. No computer. No, none of that shit. So me, I was a reader anyway. So one time she punished me and she told me, no books, no TV. I was like, what the fuck do you want me to do? So she says, you know what? You're gr- she, no, no. Honestly, I can call my mom right now. She grounded me, and I've never forgiven her for this. She grounded me for an entire year. So what happened was, basically, I think it was around like January or February. She told me, she was like, you can't have anybody come to the house. Um, you know, nobody can come in the house, rather. She was like, nobody can come in the house while we're not home. So I was like, you know what? Nobody can come in the house, but you didn't say anything about the balcony. So the balcony, we had like a townhouse that was sitting on the corner of all the townhomes. So there was a gate and all you had to do was go into the gate and then you can go to the backyard. And we had like the patio and the stairs and stuff like that. So people can go and just hang out there. So one of my friends came over because even though he couldn't come in the house, he could sit on the balcony, on the patio. My neighbor snitching ass goes and calls my mom and like, oh, well, one of Greg's friends is sitting on your balcony right now, blah, 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 blah. So my mom tells me, she was like, well, you're grounded for the rest of the year. Ain't no Christmas. I was like, what the fuck you mean? Ain't no Christmas. Do you know, not only was I grounded from January to December, I could not watch TV for a year. I don't know what the fuck happened in Power Rangers. I'm assuming that all the superheroes died that year because I didn't know what the fuck happened. So that entire year, no TV, no internet, no computer. And then for Christmas, mind you, I have a sister. So she tells me, she was like, well, you know, you come down, it's Christmas morning. Imagine being told for Christmas morning, you come down to get gifts. Everybody opening gifts, but you. She sat me down and made me watch people get gifts. I was like, yo, for the rest of my life, I'm going to hate this bitch for some unknown reason. So I finally told my mom. No no lie. I I finally told my mom. I was like, you know what's going to happen? You're going to get old. And I still remember this because I told her, I was like, at 32, when I told her, at 32, I still remember what you did to me when I was eight, nine years old. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to eventually have to go to a retirement home. I'm going to eventually have to start taking care of you. I'm going to take 11 months off and see how good you do. And then <laughs> month 12, and then month 12, I'm going to still wait. I'm going to just let you know, this is the consequence of your action because of that one Christmas. <laughs> and this is why you have two children and not one guy. See? Okay. See? Why you have two children. Yeah, um, yeah. You gotta plant that fear in God in them early, Greg. Start, start early. Give them, give them them those serious looks. Uh, don't sit around laughing and joking with them with every situation. And you know, uh, I never had to beat any of my kids. 
Because they, as soon as I, they thought they was going to get a beating, oh, man, they was already bawling, falling on the floor. Made, they made me feel so bad that I had had, had them scared so bad. But, uh, yeah, you got to plant the fear of God in them. And then, you know, just letting them see how you handle other situations will let them know, mm, I'm not really, really ready to challenge him. Yeah, that's, that, that's my advice. I'm still working on my wicked eye. Okay. Oh, yeah, Shan. Uh, I had a similar situation with my daughter, with my oldest daughter. She jumping off the bed, and she jumped off her bed and uh, hit her head on the dresser. And that's how I deal with my kids, too. I... Their dad, when they when they hurt themselves, their dad want to be, oh, come here, let me kiss it. And I yeah. just be calmly being like, I told your ass right. to stop. Right. So, no, I'm not going to run and kiss it after I repeatedly told you to stop doing that shit. You should know better by now. And right. and I have a whole full trampoline outside. So, my kids, if they want to jump and get the energy off, they can go jump on the trampoline outside. So, when she hit her head on that dresser, I calmly gave her some ice. Not <laughs> <laughs> the ice, though. I am like, not calmly gave her some ice. I calmly gave her some ice. Oh, my God. She said, I calmly got her some ice. You know, I don't know how, how what your age is, but back in the days, when I did something wrong, it was a choice of weapons. Anything she could put a hand on. Electric cord. A Johnny Lightning track. Anything. Or she would make you go outside and get a switch. <laughs> they that's what they that's what they do now. They take away all the authority from these parents. That's why there's a whole lot of monsters out, little little monsters out here. Yep. Yep. Oh. There there are parents that are scared of their kids. How many times have you gone in the mall and be like, yo, like, I remember when parents used to put monkey leashes on their kids. And if they got too far, all they had to do was just, like, round their ass back up. Yo, yeah. That's illegal in D.C. now. It's illegal. You cannot put a leash on your kid. And mind you, the fact that I said leash it actually sounds fucked up. But in theory, I would rather put that on my kid or the little backpack to make sure that they're near me. Versus just saying, you know what? I'm gonna just let my kid roam free in a fucking Macy's or at a mall or something like that. I've seen that uh, shit happen. Most most Asian people with toddlers that get them those squeaky shoes where you hear them squeaky squeaky. Mm-hmm. squeaky. Like I don't mean that, but I just feel like you don't need no leash on no baby. Y'all need to chill out. Yeah. Crazy. But this is a good show. Yeah. What did you learn, Greg? Um, I learned that uh, parenting is definitely hard, Um, regardless if you have a kid that is, you know, biracial or just have a kid that, you know, they might have a boyfriend or they just might be a daddy's girl. Parenting is definitely very hard Um, in terms of the actual the first part of the show. um, I've learned that uh, it's it's just rough being a dad. I, I can't speak for her mother or, you know, any mother in general, but for me being a father um, of a little girl that is biracial, 
um, I'm always going to be cautious of how I approach things to her. And I'm always going to wonder how she's going to actually take them. Um, and for, for, for the first time in my life, I'm actually kind of concerned because I'm always like wondering, like she's going to always have that establishment between her, her mom's side of the family. So with mm -hmm. them acknowledging her that way, I just don't want her to end up like that article where she embraces her white side, but white people don't embrace her. So she takes the family aspect of it. Like, oh, my grandmother, they, you know, she accepts me. My grandfather accepts me. My mom accepts me. So since then all white people should accept me because honestly, all white people don't and they right. won't. And that is and, what you tell her. That is what it, that's all you tell her. Yeah, but Some that's the thing. It, to be your friend. Some people are not going to like you. It's easy it's easy to tell them that it's easy to, you know, do a lot of that. And that's on me to kind of instill in my wife to say, you know what, like we as a collective, as a pair need to go and talk to our child and say, you know what, like. Oh no, Greg is going out. So my youngest daughter has a different father from my oldest three. And, uh, give you a little backstory on my youngest daughter's dad he was abusive so he put his hands on me and no because anybody knows me knows I'm like the sweet shy girl so mm -hmm. needless to say when he would put it I when he was putting his hands on me it wasn't because I put my hands on him first he just do some I would just do some shit he wouldn't like and he would hit me so anyway, um, so I feel like with my youngest daughter, his daughter, um, mm -hmm. I feel like she gonna be the one that's gonna be doing that crazy shit like her dad. I feel yeah. like she gonna try to fight me and get crazy. Yeah, um, mm. I, my youngest child is like that too. Her dad, the way that he solves stuff is by making other people feel small, and. Mm. Whenever my three-year-old gets out of hand or she's not behaving, her favorite thing right now is to bite my seven-year-old's baby back ribs. And uh, <laughs> the thing is like, well, maybe somebody was doing something to her for her to want to bite. No, she'll bite mm. just because she doesn't know how to express herself verbally as to you bothering her. And she'll just bite you because she thinks that's going to solve something. And every mm -hmm. time he's always looking to see why she did it, not punish her because she did did it and so i'm always oh. having that mm -mm -mm. worry about why she did it later but for right now she wasn't supposed to do it but you know she gonna That's she crazy. gonna she gonna give him a whole head of gray and i'm gonna be looking at both of them like okay mm. <laughs> mm. well um you choose to do that kind of stuff right so, yeah. What you talking about? Yeah. What you talking you gotta about? Expound. You got to expound, my friend. You got to you got to say something better than that. Yeah. So I feel like with her, I'm gonna have to start getting some fucking boxing classes now because I and and now like she's three, so she has a funky ass attitude when she. Um, it doesn't get her way. 
she tries to throw a tantrum you know um i don't shan i'm like you i make whooping them the last result but i've had to bring the bed out on on on, on my three-year-old and i don't really repeatedly beat them with it when i do get it out um it's just like one swipe mm-hmm. and there mm-hmm. it, it ends it but oh yeah I, I really feel like my youngest daughter she gonna be the one that give me hell yeah Sierra. Oh, it's like we, we, we are raising the same child she likes to lie she'll look you in the face and as soon as she's getting in trouble she'll come hug you and kiss you that is we have the same child okay and the way that you curb her is you see through all of that she thinks that she's above cleaning up. She thinks that she's above, um, if I tell her these are my cookies, then no, you may not have them. She'll look me in my face while she picks one of my cookies up. Yes, we are going to have to fight, and that is okay. Oh, no. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, the mother of my kids, she was a bad companion to me, but when it comes to these kids, she really was raising these kids, and every time they they got into trouble and they tried to go between both of us, me and her, me and her. It's like a tag team wrestling match. I'm mm. tagging her in. She tagging me in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I always tell her, oh, so you mad? Okay, make sure you tell your daddy about this. And make sure you tell your daddy mm. that I beat And make sure you th- tell mm. your daddy that you've been wiping your nasty boogies on my wall. And I sent him screenshots. And he'd be like, well, why is she doing that? I said, I don't know, but I suggest you go check your walls in your house. Exactly. Like, mm. The things that she does, I'm just like, I don't know who she gets this from, but I never did this. My other kid never did this, so she must get it from you. Oh, uh-oh. You opened up a can of worms right there. <laughs> hey, listen. If you guys don't want to use the belt, my father had the perfect technique, and it worked on us, and I, it worked on my kids, too. You take your, fin- your, your middle finger and your thumb, and you pluck them right in the center of their neck. Oh, A no. nice, good plucking. Pow! <laughs> Get them straight all the yes. time. My, my sons used to pop them, had to pop them repeatedly. But they, once they saw me putting my fingers together, oh, man, they already... Balling up and straightening up. That that pop right behind the neck works every time. You ain't got to reach for no belt. Especially mm. because you got them thick-ass knuckles. And, and those mm. thick-ass from boxing, I know that hurt. Uh-huh. Shout out to Shamik, man. Shout out to Lord Shamik. Yeah, I'm not plucking nobody because it'll probably hurt my finger. Oh, no. That's yes, yeah. It's funny that you say that because, you know, I have three daughters. And, oh <laughs> and I feel like I'm the mediator between mm-hmm. them. Like my oldest one, you know, is by a different mom. So my other two, I pretty much mm-hmm. I raised them in the house. So <laughs> we was together still with a mom. But I, it's funny that I had to give them the speech that, you know, I know who your mother is and you don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. You know, the second oldest one had to go there and she learned a lesson. Mm-hmm. And I guess the youngest one that we thought was going to be a problem saw how mama was. So I guess she figured it was wise not to go there, so she didn't go there. So the second one, <laughs> I guess what had to be the example. But yeah, it, it's crazy 
you know, you go through that little power struggle where they feeling themselves with their moms and but you know, my my daughters are their mom's best friends now. Mm. Mm. I um, that has to be rough, man. I mean, both of my daughters are daddy's girls, but I know which one is gonna lie. I know which one is gonna snitch. I know which one mm-hmm. is gonna be steal the car keys. I already know, right? Oh no! And Did you say you called, already know? <laughs> listen, it's called being an observant parent and just knowing what you're up against and being prepared. I'm definitely going to be that mom in the corner of the dark room while they thinking they sneaking upstairs and I'm going to be like, so how was it? Did you enjoy yourself? Because you clearly came in late. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be that parent. Oh, Lord. It'll be fun. <laughs> I'm going to play these. Trouble. And then we're going to close Yeah, we're going to be out. But as far as being dad, my, I ain't going to lie. I get my daughters anything they want, you know. And the beautiful thing about that is my daughters have an example of what it is to have a man in their life because of me. Because, like I tell them all the time, if a man comes in your life, he doesn't treat you like I treat your mom, then he's not for you. So mm. I think that's an important tool of a father with the daughter is setting that standard for her to know what she needs and how she is to be valued. And I think a lot of women kind of who don't have those examples kind of do the searching and get hurt and damaged along the way. So I believe fathers are very, very important to daughters. You know, we always talk about fathers to sons, but I think fathers are very much important asset to a daughter's life, too, because he's going to set the bar of what she brings into her life as it comes to men. Yes, very important. I'm telling you, she, if you don't want to do the neck, pluck them on the tip of their ear. Those soft muscles, that, that soft skin around the ear and right in between the neck. Right in between the neck is really soft. So when, if you pluck them good enough, oh, man, that's, that sting goes through their spine and, and it registers in their brain. I'm telling you, if you don't want to do the neck, get them right on the ear. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh my God, yo. Y'all are funny. Y'all are fucking hilarious, man. We oh shit. I was about to try to hope close out and here we are. We still here. Alright, I'll say this one more and then close out. It's funny. Hey Greg, did you laugh as she gets it when she says that? But it is the truth. Like my baby mama, the youngest one. That's the one that lies. That's the one that can be deceitful. That's the one that, boy, is she a handful, but she's a good kid. You know, right now at the mm-hmm. age of 16, when she first turned 16, she got, my, my baby got three jobs. Yay. You know, she had her business by the same token. She is not beyond the BS. Trust me when I tell you. So, you know, you got to keep an eye on mama. That's what I call my baby. That mom, we got to keep an eye on mama because mama can be on her bullshit. At 16, she can really be on it, you know. You know, my, my second one, Talisa, she's too old. To, she, she, she too honest. She can't lie. <laughs> she's the girly girl out of the bunch. So, you know, and my oldest one, you know, hey, she can be on her own thing. But, yeah, that youngest one. Oh my God! Yeah, you gotta keep an eye on her. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, y'all scaring the shit out of me now. Y'all are definitely scaring the shit out of me. Listen, take your time. I'm baby. Ready? I'm ready, but y'all scaring the shit out of me. I'm, I'm definitely ready though. I, I need to see this. I need to hear this. 
So shout out to y'all for being amazing, man. Like, damn, shit, we got another voicemail. How how did this happen, Shan? This is your fault. Let them rack up. So we about to close out the show. So leave all your voicemails. Um, if you like the show, clap it up. Uh, please share it. Don't forget to follow us on Young Black and Bothered with Greg on that podcast and She Gets It podcast. If you're a parent, you can follow Cozy Womb Podcast on all your podcast platforms. Uh, we are here on Wednesdays, hump days. We are here on Saturdays. Greg will be back here tomorrow with Corey at 6. Is that 6 o'clock? 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. So y'all be here tomorrow. Tomorrow's Sunday, right before y'all Monday rush. So he gonna get you correct, but we are about to close out this show. Greg, what did you learn? I learned. Um, I need that. What happened? I said I learned that I will not be the only parent. What do you think you going out every time? I can't hear you, but I'm about to play these voicemails. Okay. So stereo, so stereo, yeah. So stereo tried to censor me for saying what I said. I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> what did you say? What I learned today was I am not the only parent that will shoot a motherfucker for their kid. So Definitely. yes, that is what. Not only did I learn it today, but I also learned that there are a lot of men. Shout out to all the voicemails. Shout out to all the listeners. There are a lot of men that care not only about their children but the women that they have children with that made me so happy to hear that there weren't there was not a single voicemail that we played tonight where there was a guy who said well I I love my kid I love my you know my baby but my baby mom she created there was none of that tonight so there there's hope for the world but more importantly there are men in the world that care about the women that they love because of the fact that they are the woman that they love, not just because of the fact that they gave them the child that they love. So shout out to the men for continuously being amazing. And shout out to you guys for obviously being a part of the comments, being a part of the Stereo Live broadcast, and a part of the podcast, because you need to follow both She Gets It, Cozy Womb Podcast, and Young Black and Bothered. That's all I have to say. Thanks. And, you know, as far as punishment goes, you know... We pay the bill for them, all them iPhones. You know, all my kids got iPhones. I got a total of five in the house. And if I ever want to, like I told my wife, you ain't got to scream. You ain't got to holler. Just stick your hand out and say, give me that phone. It's like taking their life away. Give me that PlayStation. Taking their life away. See, I learned I replace any type of corporal punishment with the word, give me that. Because you ain't paid for it. And until you get yourself together, I gave you that out of love. I can take it away out of love. So, let's get that established. And that has been the ultimate punishment. It's like they're going to die. Oh, wow. Yo, you know, I got to I got to um do something. Only time I had to hit my kids was one time. Mm. All the other times, the only thing I had to do was just pick up the belt and come in there swinging it. Just swinging it back and forth. 
<laughs> and everybody go to sleep. Everybody get quiet. When they see that belt, everything freezes in the house. Listen, when I tell you, my three-year-old, as soon as she hear the buckles cling together, she's like, no. Oh, no. Yo, they have the sound down. Okay? Oh, my God. I don't even pick it up and bring it most times. I just go near it and lift it up so she can hear it. Because I had enough. Mm-hmm. Tired of talking. Yeah, I love the show. I get here as much as I can. And uh, shout out to them titties, yo. I appreciate you for coming through. Please. Yo, my nigga for real? I'll shoot a nigga for yours. You know what it is. <laughs> Absolutely, man. We don't play that shit. We one band, one sound around here, man. If it's Stone said with Greg, like, hey, some shit going down. I'm like, you know what? I- I'm okay with prison. I'm all right. Oh, I-, I know they serve macaroni on Tuesday, so let's go. Yeah, I want to leave my father's favorite statement to us. I made you so I can get rid of you. And if you don't think I can't do it, I can make another one look just like you. Look oh, at no. your brother. Oh, no. That, that was his favorite line. I definitely can replace you. But in all seriousness, uh, always great conversation. You guys are the best. Uh, Greg, I'm going to catch you on Monday Absolutely. on the sports desk to leave that Kyrie sighting with you. Yep. But uh, <laughs> once again, thanks for having me. It's always been a pleasure. Greg, you're going to do good. You're going to be great. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Shamik, man. I appreciate that. I do that with my kids, too. Soon as um, they don't sit down and listen like I told them to, all I have to really say is, where's that belt at? And then they sit down and they be quiet. I hear them. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, bring me my belt. No, no, okay. <laughs> We're gonna clean it up. We're gonna do it. <laughs> oh that my lord! It was a good show, man. Excellent. Thank you. You all have a good evening. Appreciate you, you for coming. Thank you so much, man. All right. What did I learn? Um. What did I learn? <sighs> People just still out here ignorant, and you just gotta mm-hmm. keep and um deliberate in the things that you say and addressing people head on with their BS. And once they see that you're not with the BS and you see through their um, condescending compliments, they'll back up. Okay? And uh, don't Mm. be afraid to explain to your child why they're different. Don't be afraid to explain to your child what people will possibly call them when they leave your house. Because what you don't prepare them for, somebody else will. Tell them the wrong thing. So. Mm. Uh oh. Talking the truth. Talking a truth. Ed, thank you for checking out Loudmouth Stereo. My name is Shan from She Gets a Podcast, Cozy One Podcast. That is Greg from Young Black and Bothered. Please follow us on all platforms. This whole.